And what I would always tell them is it is supposed to feel uncomfortable because your body has never moved in this way. And you're going to feel like an absolute idiot. And you're going to feel very stupid for the first month or so or two months or however long it's going to take until it finally clicks. But when it clicks, that's when things start to get more fun. You're listening to the Taylor Coop podcast. Join me as we do a deep dive into my passions and learning lessons in entrepreneurship, real estate, business, sports, art, and so much more. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Taylor Coop podcast. This is the show where I just dive into my passions and talk about things that I'm interested in, whether that's entrepreneurship, business, dance, content creation, marketing, arts, sports, the Golden State Warriors, Golden State Warriors won. I'm recording this as of January 2nd, so shout out to the Warriors being the magic. Great game. Oh, I, as you can see, I'm supporting with the hats. But today, though, so I wanted to talk about my New Year's resolution. And in, in reality, I've been working on this even before. <laughs> I've been working on this even before the New Year started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much better. I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. No, but I, in, in reality, I, one thing that I wanted to go into this year is I really wanted to become a better writer. I wanted to become a better writer because I wanted to be able to write more YouTube scripts, maybe write even more con, uh, podcasts, maybe write more blogs, write LinkedIn posts. And writing is just something that I'm just really not very good at. And I never really was confident at. And it is a really uncomfortable journey for me. And it's only the second day. And I feel like I'm procrastinating on it. And I'm really just trying to put it out there. But I, but I'm but like literally allocating just time just to make sure that I am writing, even if it's like a sentence or two sentences or whatever. But this whole journey of me just trying to write and just be better at the skill actually reminded me of my journey in dance and how when I first started, because it, a lot of, I didn't think about this until I actually just, um, it, it didn't really dawn on me until I started to feel the same feelings that I was getting when I was first starting to dance. And so at least for this episode, I wanted to share some of the three lessons that I've learned when first starting and upcoming in dance and how that really translates to me wanting to write more. So I, I actually started dancing in eighth grade. I wanted to impress a girl. I ended up taking it a little bit more serious. And my first job out of school was being a high school dance teacher. And well, not a high school dance teacher. I was, I was in high school being a dance teacher, teaching any kids anywhere between six to about 18 years old when I was a sophomore in high school. And I ended up just falling in love with it. No, I did not get the girl, but I ended up falling in love with it and even wanted to move to LA and try to compete in crews. Uh, I was a mascot. I eventually did Jimmy Kimmel Live. And I, I, I was able to travel to a lot of just different places with just dance. And so I could say that I did it as a professional. And so, so with that background in mind, I, I mean, I wasn't a good dancer at all when I first started in eighth grade. This girl that I was trying to impress, she was a professional hip hop dancer. And I remember she was like eighth grade and she was just doing all this cool stuff with all these different crews, like performing for like some parade or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I want to be able to dance. But whenever I tried to dance, I would always do this like weird swivel thing so it's like if you imagine my hands so if you're listening to this if you imagine my hands 
sort of out holding two pizzas, I would like rotate my torso and just act like I'm passing pizzas out. And it was just one of the most awkward things. And I thought it was the dopest thing ever, but I just, it, it just didn't look like it fit. And so what I did was I, I went onto YouTube and I really just studied as much as possible. And I would just try these things in front of my mirror in the bathroom until I actually got it right. So then, which brings me to the first point of the first lesson that I learned when it comes to dance is no matter if you're starting in the beginning, or even if you're more advanced reps are absolutely the most important thing you could ever do, whether you're getting it right or getting it wrong, you need to get your reps in, in order for in order for you to become a better dancer, because if you're not practicing, I mean, I, and it, I feel like this should go with, I feel like this should go with, uh, what, what is the term? What is the phrase? I feel like this should go without saying it, saying like, oh yeah, of course, practice makes perfect. And I'm now just constantly reminding myself that, hey, I just really need to practice on it and I just need to get better. I, I will say when I was teaching though, this was a very challenging part with my students was they felt like they were just doing it wrong when they were doing these reps. You know, we would do some exercises, some popping exercises or whatever, and it just felt really uncomfortable for them. And what I would always tell them is it is supposed to feel uncomfortable because your body has never moved in this way. And you're going to feel like an absolute idiot. And you're going to feel very stupid for the first month or so or two months or however long it's going to take until it finally clicks. But when it clicks, that's when things start to get more fun. You just have this sort of growing pain that you're going to have to go through. And, you know, needless to say, they eventually figured it out and they were eventually able to move. And I think that's what stops a lot of people just in general when it comes to learning something new is that they don't get enough reps coming into it. And they're actually judging themselves because they didn't get it right. And they feel like, they, you know, they feel like shit. They're like, damn, I'm a bad dancer. And I just look like I'm passing out pizzas or doing whatever. Uh, and actually that brings me to my next points of just the, the second lesson that I learned of just being a, a professional hip hop dancer is always reiterate and never judge yourself. When you are in dance it's so fascinating because when you go into a dance class you are constantly in a battle with yourself so if you can imagine you walk into this dance class there's these big mirrors and then someone's teaching you these moves and you're constantly trying to adjust your movement so you look exactly like the choreographer uh, but if you don't move in the way that the choreographer does you're just looking at yourself like, what the heck am I doing? And how is this person even doing this? And I think it's just really important to understand that you're not moving like that because you've never moved like that before, or you just haven't gotten your reps in anyways. And I, I just remember it, it's such an, it, it's such an odd balance. Cause when you go dance, you have to have so much confidence, like you're performing something, right? Uh, you know what, actually, I'll take you guys through an actual like dance class and how this works out. So you go into a class, or, you know, a common class, right? You go into a class, and then a teacher teaches you some choreography. And then after 30 to 40 minutes, you do groups. And then after you do groups, and you practice it time and time again, and the camera comes out, and then they start filming. But then when the camera comes out and starts filming, 
you have to try and bring all of these different moves in your head and making sure you're listening to the music and you are moving the way that the choreographer envisioned you to move in front of a camera and you still have to perform. And so you have to perform with so much confidence in front of the camera, it, which is a skill in itself because once the camera comes out, like, shoot, I'm practicing speaking in front of this camera now and it's it's becoming a lot more difficult i'm looking directly into it but when when that camera first comes out you i mean people get camera shy and it's just a, it's such a natural thing uh and and when you look back at the footage he, he, i mean i'm not gonna lie when i first did my first classes with with video it's like dang i look like absolute buns i look like butt cheeks just trying to do some moves uh, but even though I was judging myself and I, I wish I didn't judge myself as much, uh, it's natural for you to judge yourself and just be a little bit harder on yourself uh, just because it's such a innate human feeling. But don't let that stop you and just continue to reiterate uh, and continue to push. And and as you're continuing to push, something else, that and I, uh, this is the last lesson that I will share for on this podcast episode is that there's always something to take away from each and every class. So when you take a dance class, it's not like you work. Well, so, so I guess some classes, it depends on the studio, but the classes that I would take, you would typically learn a new piece every single class that you take, whether that's within the hour, you're going to learn a new like minute piece or two minute piece with that. And it sometimes can be super complex. You're hitting the hi-hats da, 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 and you're hitting the bass and then it's this song and that song. Then you go into the next class and it's a completely different song and you're and but the choreographer moves in a completely different way. And so which with each and every choreographer that I ended up taking class from, there was always something that I took away from each class. And, and when I went into each class, I would really try and, and be very intentional with taking something from the choreographer that they're telling me that they want me to learn, but then internally too, me wanting to work on something very specific with myself. So like if the choreographer was like, Hey, I really want you to focus on textures and textures means like sometimes you have a very soft movement and then all of a sudden you go super hard and it's, it's really fast. Uh, so like those are textures, right? <laughs> Give me guys some dance education while I'm also talking about some, some, some life lessons that I learned and trying to apply it to, to apply it to writing. Oh yeah, shoot. I'm going to be writing super slow and then I'm going to be writing super fast. All right. Getting sidetracked here. But like the, the teacher is telling me to learn textures and then i know for me and some of the notes that i took from myself the energy throughout my entire body like my fingers weren't let's say as um were a little sloppy right i wanted to be really clean when i hit some certain moves and you could just see my fingers flying around uh and, and that was something that i wanted to focus on and so i was able to just take into account something that i learned from them it's something that I could also take from myself and just reiterate on. And you just take what you learn from each class. I think it's just as, as simple as that. There's certain things that I agree with when it comes to different teachers and different learning lessons. And there's also certain things that I disagree with, which also becomes a learning lesson in itself because I learned something new about myself and what else and something else that I disagreed with. So if we were going to go with the too long, didn't read or didn't listen or didn't watch version of this episode 
three life lessons that I took from being a professional hip hop dancer and how I'm going to translate that into writing a lot more, trying to write every day for 2024. First lesson, reps are important. Keep on going no matter how comfortable it is. Number two, always reiterate, never judge yourself for doing it, even though you might judge yourself because it's a natural feeling, but just continue to keep going and, and just continue to try and improve on whatever you're trying to work on. And then number three, always try and take something that you can learn from, uh, which how <laughs> they think about it. These are all such simple lessons and maybe it's just a reminder that, and, and I'm recording this because maybe, and I think this is just a reminder that I need to get back to writing and, and just go through it. Cause if, if, if you've ever felt uncomfortable in learning a new skill, would love to hear your experience because not going to lie. This kind of sucks. And I can't wait for the day that I become a solid enough writer and I don't necessarily judge what I'm writing and I start to become a lot more confident in it. Anyways, thanks for listening to me in this rant. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm really excited for you guys to hear next week's episode. It's going to be with a good friend of mine, Seth Gilmore, uh, who's going to be talking about his journey as an MBA student. And uh, I think we had a lot of different synergies from just like personally, and then also just like his journey as well, where we're just in a bunch of different, we have a, a lot of different curiosities. So um, I learned a lot from that episode and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So anyways, I should come up with a tagline at the end of this. Thanks. <laughs> Signing off. Thanks for listening to the Taylor Coop Podcast. If you gain any value out of this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you share this with your friends. Hopefully they can get the same value as well as you did. And also leave a comment or review on whatever podcasting platform that you're listening on. I appreciate your time. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you at the next episode.